Hey guys, just a warning, there's a little bit of salty language in this episode. Hey, fuck you, and welcome to episode one of season three of the Connect You podcast. My name is not Tony, it's Jeff. What's your name? My, my name is Ezekiel. No, my name is not Ezekiel, it's Mark. Fuck you, Mark. <laughs> Fuck you, Tony. <laughs> we just watched a video. That's enough of that. Yeah. Welcome Let's get to serious. The, Although welcome, we can't make any promises. Welcome to our third season of the Connect 2 podcast. And we start off with an F-bomb. Yeah, we're off to a good start. How was your week, Mark? My week was pretty good. A little low-key, but pretty good. Lots of stuff on the go. Oh, I have to fire somebody. So maybe that wasn't you so You have to fire time. somebody? I didn't know you had any employees. It's like a summertime, so I must be Is firing. Is it Shannon? Some... No, no, no. I <laughs> hope no. she hasn't. No, I hope no. she doesn't hear this episode first. What? No. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, so I'm on some boards. Oh, and yeah. Last year I was on a board that had to fire their principal, and this year I was on a board that had to fire their executive director. So, because I've got more experience letting people go firing people guess who gets the job oh nice it was uh yeah um so i'm pretty sure i'm um a persona non grata with this person yeah i imagine rightfully so so and, you, have you done this yet oh yeah it's done. oh you fired them yeah, i already hired them how'd you do it say uh, hey by the end of this conversation one of us won't be working here <laughs> Uh, yeah, what? no, no it was a, lot, a lot more gentle and matter of fact, but, uh, you know, you, no matter how gentle, as soon as the realization is there and you can see it in their eyes, it's like, oh man, yeah. am I being fired? Yeah. No. Well, so I said, I'd like to, I said, I, I need to meet with her. Right. And she said, what's this about? I need to prepare. I said, no, just show up. <laughs> I said, if it's bad news, I want to know. Yeah. I'm not telling you anything. Oh, <laughs> yeah that that didn't give it away mm. it's bad news isn't no, it? no i did not i did not answer to the question if, if it's bad yeah. news i want to know so i i basically just yeah. you're uh, getting a promotion yeah really no <laughs> it's all a point it's all depends upon your point of view to uh quote ben kenobi right well it, you've it, been promoted to previous executive director of the organization past executive director <laughs> now uh, you got something to put on your resume so if you're new to our channel <laughs> and we would love it if you were new uh rate review and subscribe we promise not to swear at you um um rate review and subscribe particularly on apple itunes uh today we have coffee we always have coffee mark i know but it's a nice thing. Pretty good coffee. It is. Uh, tasting notes of chocolate, vanilla, and grape. It is from, uh, what is the name of the, it is from 94 Celsius, Micro Tour, if, Tour Facteur uh, from Montreal, Quebec. I'm oh, sure yeah. I'm pronouncing that wrong. Probably. Um, Alejandro uh, Martinez from Mexico. Ah. It's very good coffee. Great Mexican coffee maker. Mm-hmm. Hey, I learned uh, I learned something about espresso. So the difference between an espresso roast and uh -huh. a regular roast right. is not 
like one's darker than the other. No. The 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 roast is for espresso is designed so that it will flow through the espresso head at a particular rate. So it's a slightly Ooh. different temperature profile for roasting to right. get a more consistent um more consistent product so it wow. could be very similar to a medium roast from something else it's not, some a lot of people think that uh, espresso roasts are just dark and it's espresso not espresso yes Espr there's no x in espresso we know that yeah. well some of us know that anyway speaking of coffee i went to a new coffee shop this morning what's it's new to me okay it doesn't look like it's been there that long felice cafe never heard of it over uh it's on 84th street so we had uh the 10th anniversary of November Project Edmonton this yeah. morning. So we had like 250 plus people show up at Commonwealth Stadium to do the uh, the stairs this oh, morning. Wow. It was great. It was fun. But then there was a little get together at this Felice Cafe. And uh, it's in that part of town sort of um, by Jasper, kind of on the east end of Jasper, mm -hmm. which Paulette and I used to live in. And it was a pretty crappy neighborhood back then. Has it been improved? There. You know, there's been a lot of new, a uh, lot of very nice rental properties and condos have been built. And this cafe is in this brand new building. Anyhow, the reason I bring it up, they still do all of the old uh, stuff by hand. Like they have the uh, the big, you know, La Marziano or whatever, uh, espresso machine. And uh, it was kind of like a throwback to what Starbucks used to be like, where you'd go and they would actually do, you know, the uh, pull the shot and all that as opposed to push a button. So I was like, Hey, this is, this is old school, man. So I had an Americano there and it was quite nice. Yep. There you go. That, uh, that sounds really good. Yeah. Felice cafe, not a sponsor. So Felice but, uh, like P H no, uh, F E L I C E. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, got any jad jokes? Oh, I did. I put my phone away. Two guys walked into a bar and the third guy ducked. <laughs> My great granddad went bald. He built a machine to weave a wig, uh, weave himself a wig out of yarn. He then gave it to my great, my granddad who gave it to my dad. And one day it will be mine. It is our family heirloom. <laughs> nice. I have an inferiority complex, but it's not a very good one. Um, what kind of do dog doesn't bark? A hush puppy. A hush puppy. Remember when those were all the rage? <laughs> yes. Um, they used to be able to get like some sort of donut thing called. Wasn't it called a hush puppy too? Oh, maybe. Hmm. Uh, what did Tennessee? The same thing as Arkansas. <laughs> <laughs> The inventor of autocorrect just died. The funnel will be held tomato. <laughs> ah, there you go. How can you tell uh, it's a dogwood tree? I don't know. By its bark. Oh, man. All right. One more each and then let's call it. Okay. Uh, in Athens, no one wakes before noon. Why is that? Dawn is tough on Greece. There you go. Uh, why do celebrities stay cool? I don't know. They have a lot of fans. <laughs> I don't. All right. Okay. What have you learned? <laughs>
<laughs> I learned that Tony and Ezekiel don't like each oh, other. Oh, that's I've never seen that video before. So uh, if uh, I'll put a link in our Facebook page. <laughs> yeah. But basically, there's an original uh, interaction, and it's from a few years ago. Um, but it was picked up, or a, a slightly modified version of that was picked up by TikTok. And basically, you get these people yelling at each other and telling everybody to f you. Yeah. And um, yeah, so uh, <laughs> it's a little. Um, a little salty for a uh, for a Tuesday morning because that's when these drop. Uh, yeah. But um, yeah, you know, it's uh, truly uh, the pinnacle of uh, culture. <laughs> exactly. It's all down here from here, folks. Well, and as I pointed out to you, the 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 version oh, of man. the sound is yes. slightly different. The one that's uh, succeeded on TikTok is uh, it's got. Um, whoever recorded it or edited it, um, there's a woman laughing in yeah, the background right. for it in all of them, whereas the original doesn't have that at no. all. And in fact, the original has a slightly longer, like when the guy says, what's your name? Ezekiel. There's like a, an extra pause and that's actually right. edited out of the version. So, Well, you know, for TikTok yet, you gotta, gotta be, you gotta be short and you punchy. gotta be short and punchy. Exactly. Wow. My okay. son is giving me grief says, if you want to be a great photographer, you gotta, Got to go on TikTok and advertise. I'm going like, why? But uh, anyway, sometimes no arguing with him. Um, what else did you learn this week? Uh, well, nothing specific. Well, maybe that's not entirely true. So I'm taking this course on sales, you know, because of the... Because uh, you don't know anything about that. I don't really know much. I, You know, I business development <laughs> as an engineer or even a consultant is not the same as as sales. I mean, they're, they're, they're related. And... Uh, it actually occurred to me. I got exactly what I wanted because for a long time I've been saying the one job I wish I had had when I was younger was a sales job because I think it is the ultimate um, skill in business. If you can sell, you you can be very successful. And so it's taken me a long time, but I'm actually now doing sales. And, you know, it is amazing how subtle it, it is, right? So the way you talk body language, choice of words. So we're doing a, a rewatching a Sandler sales training, not a sponsor. And, uh, you know, a lot of it is common sense. And it's, it's like so many things in life where you like, I knew that. And yet either I forgot it or I just don't apply it. So it's always good to go back and, and just, you know, turns out people want to be heard. Huh? Imagine that. <laughs> I, I, I took the Sandler training as well a number of years ago. Um, I don't know how helpful it was, but there were some interesting takeaways. Uh, one of the most interesting takeaways is that almost nobody decides on a purchase based upon um, uh, logic. True. It's almost all emotional. Yep. You're absolutely fixing some emotional need. Yep. And um, and it I mean it boils down to if you really think about it. Um, it everybody is only responding to things emotionally they almost you can't it's, it's why you can't convince trump voters of anything because they're not making decisions based upon logic no nope. they're making decisions based on emotion they're just a little bit more obvious about that yeah. part well than, i'm reading than uh, other people are yeah. so. i'm reading that book how to how to talk to a science denier and that's exactly the the premise of that Right? flat earth all of that stuff which I mean, is all kind of part and they're person. logical until they're 
they aren't and they're able to use their emotional needs to jump yep it's jump. a it's a certain kind of of logic that's self-contained that's right. but uh well here so here was an interesting specific thing so they you know part of it is polling the attendees right yeah, yeah. so the question was you know if you have a prospect that asks a question that has a concern should you respond you know reassuringly to their concern and most everybody in the survey again remember i'm watching this pre-recorded you know voted for yes and the guy's like nope absolutely that's the wrong thing because more more often than not like 90 percent of the time speaking to emotion the question that people ask is not their real question right right because most of us are not either not in touch kind of tangibly with our real feelings or we're maybe a little bit want to say hey i'm afraid of you know this that or the other thing so we don't say that what we do is we look for some proxy right right uh like how long is this going to take or you know what are the guarantees or and so the right approach is to hear that surface level question and then try to figure out what that's an interesting question you know what 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 prompts you to ask that? Yeah, exactly. And then if you can get them to get down to the bare, then you can find out what their real concern. Yeah, and they're like, because you know, they'll say, oh, I'm, "I'm concerned afraid. about the guarantee." And what they're really a lot of times they have some other reason that that there's a barrier, but they're looking for uh, a, another reason. That's right. They're looking for yeah. support. Often uh, it'll come down to, "I'm afraid you're going to screw me." It's like, oh, okay, well, probably, but. Uh, <laughs> You know, we'll be upfront about it. Well, I'll, I'll tell you. I'll, <laughs> no, I'll, no, we're not screwing anybody. Total jump here, uh, non sequitur, but uh, two other things I learned this week. Oh, yeah. One is huh, half the stuff in my house is starting to fall apart because it's all old. <laughs> it and, sounds like a dad joke. Yeah. So I've got <laughs> I've got two toilets that, that they flush fine. There's no problem. Okay. But the filler won't fill. Like it, you have to go and touch it. You just touch it, just lightly touch it. Oh, and then yeah. all of a sudden it fills. So I'm going like, well, it's got to be some like minor adjustment, you know? And, <laughs> and after doing some troubleshooting and watching YouTube videos, I've discovered that no, in fact, I've got to replace my filler. Uh -oh. So I've got to deal with that. And um, I've also Or you could just keep touching it. Well, you got to take the toilet tank oh, yeah, lid off. Yeah, yeah, and so we have... That's like the ones that, and or when the little flapper does refuses to close, yeah. and it just runs perpetually. And yeah. you're like, what is going on here? Well, yeah. So that's so. There's two parts to the flushing system. Yes. One is the flapper part, which is a common problem, uh, and then the other part is the filler. And the fillers have gotten a little more complicated. And anyway. It's just this little lever, and I just need right. to, I just lightly touch it, and then all of a sudden, there you it go. works. Do you know who invented the modern-day flush toilet? Um, Sir Thomas Crapper? Yes, I don't think it was a knight. I think it was just Thomas Crapper, but... Uh, okay. But uh, I, they should have knighted him, because, you know, what a great move. <laughs> I'm sure there's a lot of jokes in there. <laughs> what uh, else do you learn? Um... The other thing I learned is uh, January 1st, uh, Google's analytics system, which was called, I think it was called Universal Analytics, is switched over to Google Analytics 4. Mm -hmm. So basically all the websites, if you have a website, um, yep. you need to switch it over to Google Analytics 4. 
And what's really obvious is whoever from Google decided to do this, decided that they don't need to actually speak English. They can speak exclusively in jargon and absolutely makes no sense. Like the setup assistant talks about properties and dimensions and um, like they don't even use the same words <laughs> for the same thing. Like, so dimensions, yeah, they use dimensions. Uh, dimensions mean the number of people that show up, right? Like it's, it's like, really? it, it's stuff like wow. that. It's like, that's when you know, really like you're, you're making with, up words yeah. to, and they, those words have other meanings. I was going to say, you know, you're in trouble when you recognize the words, but the whole context doesn't make any sense oh it's uh what is that i do not think that means what you think it means <laughs> yeah it's from the princess bride yes yeah, so I, I you'd be better off to be using uh uh you know anagrams or whatnot or, than yeah. at least you, not anagrams acronyms. acronyms then at least you know they're talking jargon but it's like we've taken <laughs> a well-known word and we've made it mean something completely different oh, really I fuck you tony then, <laughs> I have a take your software and stick it. How do you like that? How many fuck you, Tony? Uh, I, I'll tell you an interesting story that that, that you kind of reminded me of. So uh, this weekend I was shooting, um, photographing some animals for gears. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a sound bite you don't want on the internet. This, yeah. uh, this weekend I was shooting animals. Mark Hughes protested. Well, it's it's like that thing. Just. Uh, have a sentence that describes what you do, um, what you what do, you but it can be easy. Cut off their heads? I, I shoot people and I cut off their yeah, heads. Yeah, right. Sometimes cut off their heads. Um, the, um, anyway, so, uh, the secretary of mine, uh, we had a Christmas party and you'd have to do this secret Santa thing. And the whole premise of the secret Santa was that you would, um, um, give a gift that is, um, that you don't put who it's from right but and it should be apparent who it's for so you open it up and go oh this is for so and so so we had one of our employees he is um a member of this group called the society of creative anachronisms interesting okay and this weekend so and this is where people dress up in like medieval suits and they have fights and all right. that kind of stuff and where's the acron acron uh, uh, anachronism anachronistic part well because at a time right it's the wrong time frame it's from a different time anachronism is something yeah yeah i know time. but but aren't these just medieval no like, so the, you may have heard of larpers there's larpers the yeah. larpers are more fantasy as i discovered on the weekend because while i'm doing it, i have a, a person who volunteers who helps me okay and she is also a member of the society of creative uh, anachronisms right. and um and she explained to me the difference between larpers and and their group and i asked well do you know this guy and then uh and she did. And so okay. I started telling the story about this Hilarious. Christmas party because, uh, so the secretary knew that he was a member of this group. And so she gave him a book. Uh, so the book came out and it was all about TLAs, three letter acronyms. And nobody could figure out who this book was for. <laughs> And then she says, I don't get it. Why would you be interested in a society of creative acronyms? No, it's creative 
anachronisms. <laughs> Give me my book back. Uh, do you remember that episode of uh, The Big Bang Theory? This was brilliant. Oh, they, I, I, went, there were lots I didn't watch. Well, they went to the medieval fair in in full Starfleet uniforms, and they pretended as a pre warp as a pre warp civilization. <laughs> oh, no, I <laughs> that was really good. That sounds pretty good. But some of the uh, medieval people got a little upset with them. <laughs> the hell, are you guys doing here? <laughs> we can't tell you. We don't want to. The prime director, I think, it was Sheldon. I can't tell you. The prime directive uh, precludes <laughs> us from uh, impacting your pre warp civilization. Get the hell out of here, you guys! Hey, let's uh, <laughs> let's talk about what our topic is today. Yeah, what's so our topic? Oh yeah, we're talking about the socials, the social media, the social media, and the state of social media oh, in our society right now, and it's uh, quite something because yeah. uh, as we speak, so there's been a lot of changes since we first started the the podcast. I right. mean, Twitter was king of news. Yes, and. Um, now it's a cesspool. Now of, it's a cesspool uh, of uh, angry, angry people saying angry things. And, yes, and it's just and like posting all these horrible things. Well, right? and what I really find interesting is that is that you post anything. It doesn't matter who you are or what you are. You post something, and it's like people don't. There's no civility. There no. is zero civility. Um, so anyway, we're, we're not going to just talk about Twitter, but this is this applies to not just Twitter. It's most of it. Is this what's happened in the social media spaces is this absolute lack of civility where people right. will say like a one-line comment. Usually it's demeaning or right. you're stupid or, you know. Well, or worse. Or, or usually a lot worse. Or they'll accuse you of all kinds of words that they don't really know the meanings of. Yeah. and You're uh, a communist, socialist, fascist. Those yeah. are not the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I could be two of those maybe, but I probably can't really be all three. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and uh, uh, and I think it's I think that that has spilled over into our day to day interactions. If well, you watch, again, many social media posts about you know people losing it, you know, Karens and Chads, you know, I mean, just people did not behave that way, or maybe they did and we didn't know. But I think that I think the uh, volume or like the frequency of people just being totally inappropriate in, in the real world has increased substantially. And I think social media has accelerated that. Right. Well, I think you're, I think that's exactly correct. So, um, and, and so people are using social media a lot. There's about 8 billion, we went over 8 billion people on the planet. And so in 2003, there's an estimated 4.9 billion people use social media wow. around the world. That's wild. That is shocking. That's more people than use toilet paper, probably. It's What's more, it's expected to jump to 5.85 billion users by 2027. Holy man. And the most... Used, <laughs> we got to do better. The most used social media platform is Facebook with 2.9 million active users across the world. 2.9 million? No, 2.9 billion. It's going to be more be, than that. It has to be 2.9 billion. Yeah. Well, anyway. Uh, this is, if this that's is the most, then there's, yeah, that's got to be a typo. But um, I'm going to post about that angrily. 
forums advisor doesn't know what they're talking about. So the uh, Facebook is number one. YouTube is number two. WhatsApp Ooh. is number three. Big in China, eh? Well, WhatsApp is interesting because I don't see that as the same kind of social media. It's like a communication platform. But yeah. then Instagram, then WeChat, which is the Chinese. Oh, that's the one. Chinese yeah. version of WhatsApp. And then TikTok. TikTok is that far down. Well, it is. But it's also... Um, and the most engaging form of content on social media is short form videos. It's 66% of consumers wow. and um, 2.5 more time, uh, more engaging than longer videos and 34% of consumers appreciate <laughs> of more that, of it. Speaking of TikTok and the, the influence or the effect of social media, I just saw yesterday, the day before in, it was a U.S. state, Alabama. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm sure this is happening many places, but they've had four fatalities because of people doing a TikTok uh, trend. Really? Yeah, which is basically, you're going to love this. So the trend is you you get on a speedboat and you go very, very quickly and then you jump off the back of this thing without, um, you that, just jump off the boat. Nobody right? else is on the boat? No, no. So somebody's driving it, but you jump off. But the problem is people are hitting this water and the four people that died all broke their necks, right? Oh because you, you jump out feet first. That's the thing. You jump feet first, but then you hit. And at that speed, you immediately flip and you hit the water with your head and your neck. So a bunch of people, I think six have died, but four of them immediately because of broken necks. So now the authorities are going, don't do this TikTok uh, 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 dare or whatever you call it, right? Because you're going to die. The thing is though, three of the people that died did it after the warnings were already being posted after the first person died and people are yet still going, Hey man, that sounds like a great, <laughs> that sounds like a great idea. I'm going to jump out of this speedboat at full speed and uh, you know, cause I'm going to be famous on the internet. Wow. Um, <laughs> there's a few more stats that are kind of interesting. Uh, the most common way for people to access social media is on a mobile device. 99% use a tablet or a smartphone. Oh, with, that makes sense. 78% do exclusively from their phone. Wow. Um, well, so, if you think of the cadence of when people are using social media. 1.3% uh, use desktop. <laughs> yeah, because who sits down and goes, you know what, I'm going to go on Twitter right now. Instead of, it's because you're standing at the bus stop, you're in the can, you know, <laughs> and it's like, and oh, what country what's, what's do you think in the world? people spend the most average hours on social media? Well, that's an interesting, I would, my first guess would be China, mm -hmm. but the U.S. has got to be up there as well. And, and I don't think we're necessarily going to be Nigeria. Really? They top it with citizens averaging more than four hours a day on social network, by wow. far surpassing the global daily average of two hours and 27 minutes. Wow. Uh, other emerging markets with uh, youthful demographics, such as the Philippines and India, also show high engagement levels. It would, of course, be interesting to see a correlation between national gross domestic product and time on social media. Yeah. So I, would, I would, I would expect those are probably inversely related. Yeah. It's uh wow. It's, it's pretty, 
Well, and you know, so here's the thing. My, my wife was just talking about this yesterday because, you know, one could easily lament the state of the world <laughs> and I do. Right. But the amount of neuroscience that is, uh, and you know, behind us. So the social dilemma was a documentary uh, probably still is. I think it was on Netflix, but it was all about that. The, the use of the algorithms, but you've got was top the one about uh, Facebook. Yeah. Facebook? Well, it was predominantly Facebook, but it was kind of touching on a lot of the social media. You know, there are so much science, psychology, psychology and neuroscience behind those algorithms, right? That the average person, it's really almost not their fault. Like if you're uninformed or whatever, because the cards are sort of stacked against you, right? And and trickery and um so I was just reading about this. Well, it was Scott Galloway was talking about that. The uh the sort of the moral degenerative nature of social media. Oh yeah. And it's like, uh, how did he put it? He was using a perfect example, you know, a teenage girl who's clearly showing signs of depression because they can pretty much diagnose with a probability algorithm. If somebody is looking at certain sites and the stuff they post, right. And then it's like, and you, then you serve them up some way of killing themselves, you know, some drug or whatever, just to keep them online for another couple of minutes. And he's like, you know, it's, it's now this, I don't know if this was a actual occurrence or if he was using this as an example, but it's sort of like speaks to the, the moral degenerative, uh, uh, or degeneration of social media, like the algorithms don't care, right? Well, so so yeah, that's a, so thirty nine percent of social media users report that they're addicted to social media, right? That's U.S. online users, yeah. But uh, not only the addiction to a, the social but media, but there's a right? correlation between social media use and depression for adolescents, right? And poor body image and and eating disorders and all and of that stuff. Sixty seven percent of adolescents report feeling worse about their own lives lives as a result of social sure. media use. Look, look at everybody's having fun, but you, right? <laughs> look, everybody's cool. They're out there driving cars and, you know, sports cars and they're hanging out with the babes or the good looking guys and you're in your basement. And Loser. It's like, oh man, I'm so depressed. Yeah, it's, we're, we're, I don't understand why we do this to ourselves, you know? Well, half, uh, half of millennials trust influencers product recommendations. Right. Wow. That is. Paulette, uh, my wife was just doing a, a talk on bias and we were joking about she, she used that slide. It was a picture of Brad Pitt, you know, with that espresso machine. Oh, an espresso he, or whatever. And that he put, I think it's an Italian one. Mm. And the question was, what the hell does Brad Pitt know about coffee? Now, maybe he knows a lot, but people don't ask to see his uh, 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 coffee credentials, right? It's just right. <gasps> Brad Pitt. Well, and drinks think, one of these, so I'm gonna get one. But when you see those ads, those are all like carefully manicured, of course. And you know, whereas I think a lot of these influencers are just like showing, I really love my coffee, and here's my coffee maker, and blah blah blah. This is why I use this. Yeah. The um. Well, my accountant. This is a good story. I don't know. I haven't talked to her lately because she's sort of semi-retired now. So my accountant, very stereotypical lady, you know they put their daughters through the best schools. And every time you talk to my accountant, well, not so much anymore, but it was 
daughter A is doing this, daughter A is doing that. You know, she's at uh, the Hask, not Haskane, the big school, uh, Roth Rothman School of Business, U of, U of T. It's kind of like the Canadian Harvard, you know. Okay, okay. Oh, you know, she's at Rothman, right? And then she went, she got a, she got her MBA, and then she was working for one of the big houses in uh, New York, right? Mm-hmm. And then the other daughter is a dentist. Well, eventually the daughter burned out pretty quickly, actually, and she became a influencer an influencer and so i'm like you know how's i think her name was vicky oh yeah well vicky stepped away from her legal career i don't know how many hundred you know a lot of money put into that because she was a lawyer and an mba and she's like yes she's uh she's becoming an influencer you know very popular she got like nine thousand followers on instagram and she was showing me and it's like here's vicky wearing a hat you know vicky's got some sandals and i was like I know you're putting a brave face on this, but I know inside you're screaming, what is going on? (laughs) She's like, yeah, you know, well, they send her lots of free stuff, right? I'm like, oh yeah. So she must put a bunch of money away, but this was like, this is now the metric. Oh yeah. All these companies are taking note, you know? So like this hat, she didn't have to buy that hat. They sent this hat to her, right? And these bracelets and this jewelry. And, and I'm like, like, how long is this sustainable? I, I didn't say anything as a society, how long is this sustainable? Right? Yeah. Well, and, uh, so I've got an, uh, interesting stat here. TikTok generated $350 million in revenue in Q4 of 2022, easily outperforming to the tune of 205 million. So not quite like more, like a lot. That's a big margin, right? Uh, more than double. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat combined. So that number seems ridiculously low to me. Well, it seems low from a million perspective, but I do think that there's been some advertising pullback right now. So it could be, could right? Because yeah. if you think about, like, they dropped 300 million on Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. <laughs> yeah. Right? Oh, that's a whole other. So, and uh, what was it? Grand Theft Auto? The most Grand Theft Auto Five, the most successful media in terms of sales of any media ever created. It made I can't remember how quickly it reached a billion dollars, but it was like incredibly fast. Um, so when you say three hundred fifty million, it's like well, I yeah, know. I think you're right. I think it's got to be billion because TikTok generated. Uh, Eleven billion dollars in February. In, okay. In, in yeah, if you're making three hundred million in, in profit on maybe, on eleven billion, that's not impressive. No. Well, that was just Q Q four. One quarter still. So. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, maybe. I don't know. You know, it's what they say, right? Seventy-three percent of people believe statistics when they're presented to them. <laughs> I don't believe. I've become so skeptical. I don't believe anything. <laughs> I'm not a, I'm not a conspiracy, like conspiracy theorists believe all kinds of stupid stuff. I just disbelieve everything. Now. <laughs> exactly. And, and don't replace it. My so, entire attitude is, well, maybe. So part of the reason we started talking about the social media is because, well, there's a new kid on the block. Right. And I joined him last week. Thread. Threads. Threads. And, and they've hit. Like a huge, like very quick adoption rate. Well, you know, it's so easy. This is the thing. When you sign up for for um, threads, 
um, it basically takes all of your, it gives you the option to just import all of your Instagram people. Right. Um, so you can automatically be up and running. Yeah. We don't screw around over hit thread. So what does threads look like? Threads looks like um, Twitter, <laughs> except unlike Twitter, uh, who, so Twitter kind of when it got bought by Elon Musk last year, um, <laughs> yes, in great, a unbelievable debacle, debacle um, 44, 44 billion, billion dollars. <laughs> it's like uh, it's like the joke they always say about how do you make a small fortune from a winery, right? You start with a large yeah, fortune. They used to say about engineering firms and accounting so, firms. Uh, uh, Elon yeah, Musk decided to spend firms. forty-four billion dollars on a, a company that was probably worth about eight. Right. And um, the thing about Elon is he, he probably had that in cash in his wallet. He's well, he like, did. oh, uh, at 44 billion? Yeah. Well, he didn't. That was the whole problem. <laughs> well, that's true. He borrowed a bunch. He had of, to borrow $10 billion against uh, Tesla stock. Yep. Yeah. And uh, what's worse is, yeah, it was tied to the value of Tesla and then Tesla crashed and he tried to get out of the deal. Anyway, it was an unbelievable debacle, but nothing compared to what happened when he actually took over. Yeah, we'll just, where he basically we'll just, fired three quarters of the yeah. staff, got rid of all the trust and safety people, got rid of all the, you know, got rid of by virtue of his actions, yes. uh, three quarters about of his, uh, his advertising revenue yeah. disappeared because yeah. he started promoting right wing conspiracy right. wing nuts. Well, and, and allowing trolls and know, just the, the, allowing the, people that were banned to come back. Yeah. Well, what was it just, was it last week or the week before where he tweeted, you were going to be restricted to, first it was 600 tweets a day, unless you were a blue check subscriber. And I think then they were, well, I think 6,000 yeah, for know, them. Do you know, do you know why? 6,000. But do you know why he did this? This is the, this is the key thing. Well, apparently there was some kind of infrastructure right. problem. Well, the infrastructure problem is simple. He stopped paying Google, who hosts a significant portion of the Twitter, the, the Twitter tech. And Beautiful. their contract ended June 30th. So July 1st, all of a sudden he's going like, well, I don't have the same capacity that I had. And, um, you know, the assumption was that he would figure a way to make it work. But basically he's. He's done. He's done quite a number. And the other thing is, if you ever look at Twitter, someone should suggest. Yeah, Elon, maybe you should build a submersible. Well, if you go to start a new company building, if you start on submersibles, Twitter. So for me, <laughs> the only way I can even look at Twitter is if I just look at the people I'm following. Oh yeah. And because there seem to be a reason. But if you go on the for you, the for you clearly is not for you. Like if you go on. On TikTok, the for you is clearly identified as being related to um, to um, um, whatever, yeah. Well, to your interests, um, sure, and some and some abuse. Yeah, yeah. I hear he's going to change it. It won't be called for you anymore. It'll be called fuck you. <laughs> okay, we said a little salty. Uh, I think that's brilliant. Um, so the, the, the thing is, is that it, it's almost unwatchable. It definitely has all kinds of stuff that I never showed any interest in whatsoever. And then right. what's worse is, you know, there's photos and there's videos. If you watch one video, 
then Twitter will automatically try and put a second video. That now right. I don't know what they're doing for algorithms, but it gets dark so fast. That's what you were saying. You, yeah. You go, you watch one, and then it's you know a video of uh, a dog, some cute dog doing something, and then all of a sudden you've got Trump talking about something or some right wing Joe Rogan thing, and then the next one you're watching like. Uh, a fight where people are actually getting seriously hurt or you're watching people getting killed in in some sort of um um you know back when i was growing up those movies were called snuff movies and those were illegal <laughs> yeah they yeah. were illegal you yeah. were not, you're not allowed to share movies where somebody actually That's died right. remember there was uh there was a series back in the old vhs faces of death That's right and everybody would be like oh, we got to rent that you know it wasn't quite in the back room section with the with the porn stuff, but it was pretty close. And everybody was, it was a, this forbidden taboo. I never watched them, but from what I understood, they were disturbing, but not nearly as graphic as the stuff you see now. Yeah, right? yeah. It, and this just has, this is recent. Like I never used is, to see this, this stuff. This is kind of accelerated, yeah, like, really fast. I like mean, just and, yesterday, I think, or the day before. And you're right; you're not expecting it, right? And they're like, "Hey, watch this," and you're like, oh, "This guy on a train." Oh my god, he just. Exactly. what the hell was that exactly and uh it, it's recorded and shared and somebody most likely died and yeah. or incredibly injured right like absolutely um and 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 even going beyond the civility stuff like so i i uh you know rachel notley is somebody that i've known for a long time oh she, yes she lives uh, so i've got a post here from rachel uh, go ahead to sit down and talk to Calgary Sun uh, columnist Sunrick Bell on what's next for Alberta's NDP. So if you click on it and look at the next one, oh, uh, it, it, it you know it, it starts right away. Hopefully it involves you resigning and letting a real leftist take the helm of the party. I'm guessing that smile, Rick just asked you if you agree that Dead Mouse 5 is too damn noisy. Could Rick hear, hear you over all the incessant noise? He has phoned to complain to no avail. You have a stronger stomach than I do. Like... Like, it's just the vitriol is so intense. Yes. And you, like, she says something nice. And the response, and it doesn't matter who the politician is. Daniel nope. Smith says something nice. Trump says, well, Trump never says anything nice. But, you know, if, if, if somebody says something nice, it's just, uh, you know, here, did you ask him about his dandruff and his pretense for asking fluffball questions to premiers? Um, you know, What's next? How about a leadership race? It's like, it's just... Yeah, it, and that's fairly tame. Right? Yeah. Because you do see people who well, so, will report back so on So this is saying show the, additional the replies, they, including some that may contain offensive yeah, content. Yeah, 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 yeah. So... Um, like any woman who has an opinion about sport, like I be, I'm betting anything, right? Like how many women have come back and said, you know what, like I'm off this platform or... And it's like we've lost our collective civility. Yeah. Right. I mean, this is going to sound goofy, but I remember there was movies that were set. Now, you know, how accurate they are is always questionable. But I remember there was a um, the Scarlet Pimpernel with the guy that was in Gone with the Wind. I cannot remember his name now, the actor. But anyway, this is a movie set. It was probably it was set like in the 1700s. 
shot in the 1920s, maybe early thirties. And I remember the language was, uh, very interesting because it's, it, there's bitter, bitter rivalries. These people are, are national enemies. It's there's spy craft, right? And yet in every interaction, they are exceedingly polite with each other. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and yet very witty and cutting, but never any indication of, of like you say, uncivil, you know, incivility. Mm-hmm. It's all, oh, you know, your servant, sir. No, no. Well, and your servant, sir. It's got all this subtext of, ooh, sink me. I hadn't seen that one coming. And I think we've gone from that to, well, basically, you know, like we saw in that video, which is parody, but, you know, what's your name? Tony. <laughs> a few, Tony. Right? Exactly. Which, like, which is funny, but now it's, well, how many of these videos? Someone's sitting in, parked in their car. You know, out in front of, and for a lot of this is, I'd like to say it's all in the States, but there's a lot of these popping up even here in Edmonton. Somebody's just do, minding their own business and then somebody pops up and it's not, A, first of all, you know, when I was a kid, nobody was going to just go and harass somebody, right? Unless there was clearly something going on. But A, the fact that people now feel emboldened to just pop up and ask someone what they're doing. Hey, what are you doing here? Right. But it isn't even polite. It's, it's just, they come at you and you, know, you got to be parked here in front of my house. And they're like, lady, I'm you know, reading meters or whatever. Right. And it's like, where did we go from? Yeah. Some kind of decorum to whatever. Well, and, and, and uh, I mean, grievance Twitter, Twitter, you have, it's always somebody's you know, name followed by a series of numbers. Like right. it's always, it's always the same. And, Anyway, it's um so it's depressing. So that's the the cesspool that is Twitter. How's Threads? Threads is awesome because it doesn't have any of that. So it doesn't have anywhere near the functionality. But that's what you're saying. I'm gonna have to sign up. It doesn't for it have just to check any it, check of the it vitriol. Out. It's quite you know. It's uh, the question is whether it's gonna succeed. Right. Um, well, they have a lot of people signed up. Yeah, it signed up quick. Well, and it is very easy. To... And is it so? Is it curated? Is that why it's? But you no. can't. You said you can't respond directly to people. So, so you can't. You can't. There's lots of things you can't do on it. It is definitely a. It's a stripped down, simplified version. It right. does look a lot like Twitter. Yeah. Well, how many? How many um, ways can you? Can you? So now apparently, uh, 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 Twitter is suing Meta. No, Twitter has threatened to oh, sue. Oh, they threatened. They have to not actually yeah. sued them. Um, I but the, they'd have to pay their lawyers, which yeah, you know, Twitter right. right now. Elon Musk is not paying rent. He's not paying. He's not paying all kinds of bills. So that is. <laughs> this is gonna be like that old Catch Twenty Two movie. You buy a Tesla, you crash into something, and then you know something pops out and it says, "We owe you one airbag." <laughs> no. <laughs> but um. It looks good. Like you don't have the yeah. same kind of. Stuff. Can you comment on somebody's post? Yes. Also, you can comment, but you can't so, DM them. Basically, no, you can't DM them. So if you go, uh, so there's this might. Uh, right. The the level of comment. So this is. Um, so I'm, I've got one from the Midas Touch. It's a I kind of a left wing group in the states this yep. chris way ray hearing is going terribly wrong for republicans once again it is completely backfiring in their faces week after week they continue to step on rakes and show their utter incompetence and corruption yeah. so that's kind of strong right 
But then it says, unfortunately, their base doesn't care how inept they are. They pride themselves on stupidity. Their base yeah. doesn't. So what I, I'm not seeing. I'm Ben Mycellus. I'm not seeing. I the, am not Ben Mycellus. The, the opposite stuff, right? Like right. where you flip it back and forth, where sure. you're, uh, you're shouting at each other every day. Yeah, which, you know, I mean, I, I don't mind robust commentary. You know, and apparently, so like there's a lot of photographers apparently are going on it because yeah. they want to talk about photography stuff. Uh, so that's great. Yeah. Um, and, and you're just, you're seeing lots of static images, like just pictures instead of right. short form videos. videos. Yeah. Uh, although you can do videos as well. Um, what you can't do is you can't search for individual uh, I think you can search for an individual people, but you can't search for topics. Oh, you can't. Okay. Um, there's lots of things you can't search. Right for. now, they were saying it's it's a not quite a beta version, but they may add some functionality. Oh, they're to definitely right? going to add some functionality, and it yeah. doesn't work in European countries at this moment because oh, look at this. Meta has said, well, there's some specific rules. We need to make sure we can comply with these rules before we release it to Europe. What? They're following the rules? Like, what the hell? <laughs> Can't possibly succeed. Well, it's it's interesting because... Uh, so, An American company bowing down to Europe? What is going well, on? I think they're trying harder to, to follow rules rather than to fight against them or, uh, well, do like... Oh, you see this a lot with this, I don't know, guerrilla, guerrilla entrepreneurship where um, like the scooters, right? The scooters would show up in cities yes. before there were rules for the scooters. Right. Well, Uber was famous for that. Uber too. did the same yeah, thing. Exactly. They would just show up and then they would want to fight uh, right. the, the taxis. Now, you know, I, I appreciate the, it's always a fine, everything is a, a double-edged sword, right? Because the status quo carries a lot of weight. So if you come up with a brand new technological, you take like these scooters. Mm -hmm. And if you were to try to go through all of the steps, you know, it might take decades before the, the, the bureaucratic machine, you know, be like, oh, scooters. Hmm. Right. So in a way, I can see where a little bit of, of uh, guerrilla warfare or piracy, you know, approach is like, we're just going to deploy these scooters. And then if people like them, then, you know, we'll at least have some leverage um, as long as it's not taken too far. But there is a certain well, what's that old adage, right? Better to seek forgiveness sometimes than ask permission. Yeah. So because if you do always ask permission, nothing ever innovates. Sometimes, right? sometimes that's right. And yeah. and uh, but uh, and I and I think the other thing is that apparently Facebook uh, and Instagram in particular have, even though a lot of news goes through Facebook, except probably not in Canada. In the next little not bit. anymore, apparently. But yeah. um, but the um, the whole concept of uh, they've downplay there it's not amplifying political stuff right so it's still there but it's not it's not as easy to like for a while they were amplifying it right and that was causing all kinds of problems yeah absolutely so anyway uh so tw um we'll see if threads succeeds i know that um if you look at post post is another uh upstart News. Oh, Twitter uh, competitor. Post is, yeah, but it's more about news, right? It gives you the right. opportunity to pay for for reading articles. Right. Um, and I have, I don't know. Even I thought know. Jack Dorsey started a new one. 
Yeah, it's called Blue Sky. And Blue apparently Sky, it, right. it is one of the ones that is kind of the leader. But the problem, so what what threads what distinguishes threads is so Mastodon is this thing where it's uh, federated. So there are all these different servers and they communicate and it's open source. And Threads is committed to basically allowing uh, being part of the same ecosystem. Ah, okay. So you will be able to read Mastodon threads. Uh, 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 Mastodon, I don't know what they're called on Mastodon. Their their posts on threads. They're called and thre droppings. And threads, <laughs> and threads you'll be able to read on Mastodon. And right. in fact, you can actually pull from others and you can actually port all your all your followers from one platform to the next. Wow. What about truth social? Cause I know you're, I know you've got a big subscription. <laughs> I have never done. Truth or as uh, the David Pakman show always plays the little audio of Trump going truth central. <laughs> and it's him mispronouncing the name of his own social media platform. Well, and there's uh, I mean, there's that's like fairly like Twitter on steroids, man. That's just, it's just angry people. Well, tri like, tribal is the same. Tribal yeah. is the opposite of truth. So tribal is the one for the left side and then truth is for the right side. And uh, what else? That's like putting blood in the water. I'm a liberal progressive and I have an opinion. I have, Boom. I have Mastodon and uh, I cannot figure out how to make it work. Well, that's a problem. Yeah, that's a big problem. Um Discord is a different kind of animal that uh, does more than just social media, but it is kind of the big thing. For yeah. A lot, a lot of gamers. That's right. A lot of. Uh, Although yes. I have to say the, uh, the way that Discord works, it feels like a bunch of kids doing whatever the hell they want to do. And there's no, like, you, you can get away with anything. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why the kids love it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, so where is it all going to go? Are we going to see a, uh, a shakeout? You know, I mean, I think people thought Twitter was going to be around forever and it looks like it's going to, there's some debate whether it will disappear completely or just I don't become think it, this irrelevant. I, I think it's going to become irrelevant because it's become, it's starting to break down. There's lots of things that are not working yes. on Twitter. Um, and I think a lot of people are fleeing from it. Um, well, like the, the, one of the sources I was getting all of my dad jokes from was on Twitter and um, they're not doing it anymore. They've no. moved. And there's lots of people that have done that. They've just moved off the platform sure. because there's other places to go. And, but the thing about Twitter that worked really good is politicians, journalists, and celebrities were kind of all in that space. Right. And it was an easy way for you as an individual to connect with them. Um, yes. And, and on an equal, equal basis yeah. kind of thing. Right. But what's really happened is Elon Musk has not really realized that and kind of done all kinds of weird, poor decisions after poor decisions. And it's just uh, offended the crap every like allowing people that are banned to go back on the platform. It kind of says it's sort of a sort of a bit of a signal yeah you know exactly so, so anyway um yeah, there you go you know what would be great a social media platform that would transcend time where you could you know famous people from the past could be on 
Who are you following? Well, Julius Caesar has a lot of interesting to say, things to say, although he's kind of flaming Mark Anthony these days. But uh, I think there's a Cleopatra thing going on there. I'm not sure. Well, you know, it's it's interesting. Uh, That ties in very nicely with the media that I've been watching. Ah, there you go. (laughs) So um, to start wrapping things up, um, I watched the end of season three of The Umbrella Academy, which is, um, it's not recently out. It came out a while ago. I know, but it kind of fell off that bandwagon. Yeah. Although I have to say, initially, I'm kind of like going like, what the hell is going on here? And it was super the whole confusing. Like that, though. Nope. While it was always a little bit like that, but man, the last season, they really pushed hard. Oh, and, interesting. And uh, so like the whole universe is in the process of imploding. And um, <laughs> I hate when that happens. Well, <laughs> The, the premise is that you've got this very dysfunctional family that at times dislikes each other, at times right. likes each other, but they're still, so they're still a family, but sometimes they don't like each other. Yeah. And they're fighting all the time, just like a lot of families. Yeah, fight. I was going to say, so and, it's quite uh, representative. And, uh, and then they, they go back in time because one of the Umbrella Academies that has this ability to time travel and then there's this commission. Yeah. Um, they, they do this time travel and they go back in time and then they fuck things up. And then, and then now that process of fucking things up has caused them to go to a new... Uh, back to their regular time because they fucked things up in the past and it has now had an effect and right in the their present so there's this create creates all kinds of issues all over the place right and then is um, this uh this screwing up of the multiverse <laughs> is basically causing um the whole universe to try and implode and eat itself up and you you get to see this actually happening. And Interesting. Then, and then, uh, and and because of the infighting between the family, they're not even prepared to try and fix. Oh, they're just giving up. They're kind the of half giving up. The hell with it. Uh, and the dad is incredibly manipulative and causes all kinds of problems. So right. it uh, it's uh, the dad. Is he alive? Yes. Oh man, I thought he was dead. Well, that's a whole interesting. Okay, interest. interesting. So right? uh, that's Colm Fjord, right? Colm Fjord. So yeah. he's back. Well, he's on a different timeline. So he's, oh, so and different then guy. Different yeah. guy, because because he's dead in the beginning, right? And then he's back. You see him in the past. You sure. see him in different pasts, and like okay. it's just so there's time travel, there's right. Universe ending, and then in the end, something. Something something happens and they're at a different spot and the universe is saved. Yay! Big spoiler. <laughs> but the uh, but uh, but it's all wrapped up in a tight and neat uh, neat bow. And then uh, no season four. Apparently, there's a season four. Oh, like I'm going like, okay. how are you going to do a season four after all this? Yeah, well, there's going to be another season of Stranger Things. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I um. What have, I've been watching Secret Invasion. Secret Invasion, Strange New World. Strange New World. Strange New Worlds, just off the charts. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Uh, still watching Justified, which is there's which a apparently new, there's a new season of uh, Justified. Yeah, that is, I know. So uh, it, it Timothy went, Oliphant, twenty like fifteen years later, type no, almost no, no, ten no, years later. No, yeah. So the last season, season six, was in twenty fifteen. Yeah, and there's a new one dropping right away, uh, where he basically goes with Boyd to Detroit. Interesting. 
So it's called um, Primal. Yeah, Cities. where will it be? Do you know where it'll be? Uh, streaming here in Canada? No, I don't. Actually. Okay. Because I'm on season three. It's great. I really enjoy it. It's just one of these things that I think I social media saw a clip, you know, like a year ago. And I was like, Timothy Oliphant, man, I, lo- I loved him in Deadwood. So he was, I didn't even know he was yeah, in Deadwood. He, he was the, he was the he, marshal. He's in Deadwood. got this persona. I mean, he did it in the Mandalorian. Yeah. No, Mandalorian or yeah, the Boba no, Fett? Uh, Boba Fett. Boba Fett. Yeah. And well, he's uh, again playing sort of like a marshal. Playing his marshal yeah. kind of. He does a marshal really well. Yeah. So it's a great show. I've, I mean, it's, you know, standard fare. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else am I watching? Well, I've been watching, you know, I've been really focusing on this um, um, sales training. So that's chewing up some of my time. And I'm very excited. We just watched Deadpool. I've seen it several times. My 13-year-old hadn't seen it, so he wanted to watch Deadpool before going to camp. Deadpool 1 or 2? 1. And now we're uh, I'm seeing some very interesting uh, clips from Deadpool 3, right? Hugh Jackman in the yellow suit. And the rumors are it's going to be another multiverse. It's going to be tied into the MCU multiverse. They're going to be bringing the Fox people in. Uh, the TVA is going to be involved. Um old characters like uh, maybe uh, uh, Elektra from the original uh, Daredevil movie with Ben Affleck. And apparently this might collapse the whole multiverse thing. And then they'll just carry on with more of a single universe. So it's going to be very interesting to see what they do with it. Because um, on the set, apparently they have a 20th Century Fox, you know, the logo at the beginning of the, the 20th Century Fox movies mm-hmm. is in the battlefield. Like it's all smashed up. So this whole third breaking the fourth wall thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, like they might recognize that they are moving from one cinematic universe to another. I don't know. It's going to be it's going to be very interesting to see what they do with it. But uh, just the dynamic between you, Jackman and Ryan Reynolds uh, I think it's going to make it a lot of fun because mm-hmm. those guys are, they're hilarious. Um, yeah, well, I, I've just been watching Strange. Well, I mean, I'm trying to, to be a bit more present and dealing with other stuff. So I haven't been spending as much time, although I did watch the Umbrella Academy. Whew. Um, New episode dropped yesterday, right? Is it episode uh, five of Strange New Worlds? I have no no idea. I was a new one with uh, Spock and uh, oh, T-Pring. So, uh, I've not seen that one yet. I think it just dropped last night or maybe today or something. So okay. it looks good. But yeah, it's. I mean, man, they have so captured the... Uh, and that Anson Mount... Well, all of the cast actually are are, are great. They're but, very... Uh, uh, they're very um, affable. Yes. You seem to... You'd like you'd want to spend time with them. I, and they also they seem to get along with each other as well. Like and the same all, thing with TNG. They're the all cast. Trekkies. They're all Trekkies. Yeah, so, that's right. So they've kind of filled it full of people who really love Trek, are huge fans of Trek, and yeah. uh, like incredibly respectful. Well, so. so you know how earth shattering. Let's let's have people who actually like the show work on the show. Exactly. As opposed to what Disney's been doing. People who, hate, people who hate i don't like this old stuff let's ruin let's it and ruin change it. it yeah exactly retcon it and yeah yeah so anyway uh so if uh if you've stuck around for this whole hour season three our, season three Woo! fuck you tony <laughs> <laughs> fuck you <Ezekiel. laughs>
Um, thanks a lot. The and salty episode. <laughs> for no reason. For no reason whatsoever. Um, We're not even angry. Have a great week. Yeah, you too, man. Take care. Bye. 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 <laughs>